Welcome to the Andy Griffin Show, the number one talk show in St. George, starring Andy Griffin. Hi, hello, and good Monday morning to you. Still fighting off the remnants of the cold. We're listening Friday. You know that I've been battling a cold, and uh, I just about got through it, but it kind of leads me into something I wanted to talk about today. We'll get to that in just a second. Do want to mention uh, today is Vibrant You Day. That means at 9.30, so in about, uh, oh, 21 minutes or so, we're going to have the uh, Vibrant You uh, Vibrant You folks on, Stephanie Parrish and friends on to talk about what special is going on there. They've got some cool stuff going on, research and development type cutting edge stuff. And uh, so I uh, look forward to talking to Stephanie Parrish in just a little while. And uh, let's see, it's, uh, what else do we have? Oh, we've got a special guest tomorrow. Her name is Dr. Maggie Phillips. We're going to talk to Maggie tomorrow about a little bit about uh, chronic pain, how to get rid of it. If you're someone like me who's, you know, in pain all the time, for my, my particular problem is my back, uh, lower back pain. Uh, in fact, <laughs> I, I've said this before on the show, but... Uh, if I drop something on the floor, there's about a 50 to 70% chance it's staying there. I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. It has to be pretty important for me to want to pick it up. So that, that's just something to, to be aware of is that, uh, again, uh, you know, if you're around me and it drops on the floor, it's probably staying. There's a, a better than half, a 50% chance that I am not going to pick that up. Because it hurts. I'm, I'm six foot five and I have a bad back and getting down on the floor to get something up is, is not something I relish at all. Uh, so it is uh, open lines as always. Uh, the first uh, f- first 20 minutes or half hour of the show, six seven three five eight ninety. 590 uh, Back to the cold. I, you know, I've, I've, been, I've had this cold and it's just about gone. I just kind of had a little run, a little tickle in the throat still, just kind of the, the, the tail end of the, of the cold. And um, on on Sunday yesterday, uh, one of the things I like to do at my church is I'll I'll stand at the uh, opening to the uh, to the main chapel there, and I'll hand out programs and shake people's hands and just try to try to welcome people and and be friendly and and, and kind and and shake everybody's hands. But because I had a cold, I I did not want to you know not do that. So I, I passed out programs, but everyone that came up to me. Uh, Wanted to shake my hand, understandably. You know, good morning. How are you today? Welcome, and a handshake. Well, and and I and I've always made it a special point to shake the hands of, of the young people too, the little kids, you know, little eight year old, ten year old, whatever. Is, hey, shake my hands. Squeeze hard. Let's see what you got. Anyway, yesterday because of my cold, I basically didn't shake anybody's hand. And as people would come up and and offer their hand to shake my hand, I would say. Something to the effect of, well, look, I've had a cold, and so I'm not shaking hands today, but, uh, you know, I'll give you a fist bump, or we can just smile and nod. And uh, I would say 98% of the people that came through uh, were cool with that. But there were a couple. There were a couple that came through uh, coming into church yesterday, and uh, and uh, they offered their hand, and I told, told them exactly what I, what I just said. You know, I, I've been sick, and uh, I, I don't want to get you sick, so I'm not going to shake your hand. There were a couple that scowled at me and went on into church, like, how dare you not shake my hand? 
And and so I, I'm curious what your what your thoughts are on that. Six seven three five eight nine zero is the phone number. I I just wonder. I mean, was I wrong? I, I felt like I was doing the right thing, and I think most of the people were like, "Yeah, that's." Uh, I, thank you for not shaking my hand, and thank you for not spreading the germs. And but there were, you know, there were a couple that were just kind of, I think, even almost to the point of being offended that I would not shake their hand, and I did not mean it as at all to be offensive. That was not at all my intention. But uh, there were, there were, like I said, there were a couple of people that were like, hey, man, who do you think you are? I offer my hand. You better shake it. And I guess maybe what I should have said was, if you don't mind getting the germs that are invariably on my hands, then, okay, I'll shake your hand. But <clears throat> I don't know. I felt like that wasn't the right thing to do. Let's go to the phone lines. Caller, you're on with Andy this morning. How are you? Uh, good. How about you? I'm doing okay. Just about through this cold. Just, just right on the tail end of it. Ah, well, it's tis the season, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, do you think that they were scowling at you because you wouldn't shake their hand, or were they scowling at you because you had come to church and you were kind of still sick? Oh, that's a good point. I didn't, I didn't look at it that way. Um, that's, a, that's a good question. I, I, the vibe I got was, 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 how dare you not shake my hand? That's the vibe I got. But maybe I was reading it wrong. You know, I, I mean, we, you know, we all, we always do that, right? We misunderstand each other. And maybe you're, we do. Maybe you're we exactly, do. maybe you're exactly right. Maybe they were just like, why are you even here? I'm um, wondering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, if I don't talk to you before, ha- um, very merry Christmas. Oh, thank uh, you. Happy Thanksgiving. We did pass that, so yeah, yeah, ate too <laughs> pretty much. quickly. We did <laughs> ate too much. <laughs> Love pumpkin, and I'm not really ready for Christmas, but we no. hope that you have a good one. All right, thank you for for the call. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> Bye. Six seven three five eight nine zero is the phone number. That's a that's that's a good point. Maybe they were just kind of looking at me like you shouldn't be here. And you know, it's it's a weird. I was reading an article about that yesterday or last night. Uh, online that um, we feel tremendous pressure as Americans, I can't speak for other cultures, and, and especially as Utahns, to come and fulfill our jobs. Uh, in some ways, we feel indispensable. Well, nobody else can do it. And, and, and maybe that's the reason. Uh, in, in other areas, I think we feel like, you know, I got to go to work. It's, it's what I do. It's, you know, I can't stay home just because I have a cough or a cold. And, you know, I did. Boy, Thursday, I was pretty bad off. In fact, uh, Craig and I were joking around that it must have sounded like Kermit the Frog on the air between him and I both nursing colds. Uh, must not have sounded real great, real great on Thursday, especially that first day. You know, when you first wake up and, uh, you know, I got up at five, but we were on the air at six. And I think that first hour, that six to seven hour, we were still trying to figure out how to speak again. And, uh, and, um, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't high quality radio, and maybe maybe I should have said, you know what, I can't come in. The problem uh, that I face, not that I'm indispensable, but basically there are only two of us right now who can run KDXU, myself and Craig Bennett, and he was as sick or sicker than I was. So for me to call in on uh, on um, on Thursday or Friday would have been really bad of me because then Craig would have had to work and he, like I said, he was a sicker, sicker than me or for him to call him same, same kind of deal is that we both would have, that would have not been nice. And we probably got it from each other or maybe sharing microphones with people or whatever. Uh, but, uh, but the bottom line is we made it. It's, I'm almost through this thing. Uh, and, and uh, hopefully 
it'll go away forever, or at least for a little while. <clears throat> it's 916. I do have a, an article I want to talk about. It has to do with airlines and being banned or nearly banned from a flight, but we do have another caller on, on the phone. Uh, caller, you're on with Andy. How are you this morning? I'm doing well, Andy. Uh, I have a couple of quick things, if I might. First one is... Uh, uh, as far as only two of you being able to run the station, um, why don't you use Mike McGarry as a hot spare when uh, things are a little dicey? And, and I'm sure Mike would love to come back for a day or two uh, once in a great while. And, I think he would so. if, if we let him come on at, say, 9. But I don't, one of the things he told me when he retired was he says, I look so forward to never getting up at 5 a.m. again. So we might have a hard time with the early morning hour for him, for sure. Yeah, th- I think if you run up past him, you might be surprised. He's, uh, you know, radio's in, in his blood just like it is in, in yours and others. And uh, it, it's just a thought. You, uh, you can do with it what you Okay. Well, with. I'm going to see him tomorrow night, so maybe I'll pose the question to him. Mike, you ever, okay. ever available in an emergency? Yeah. That's, it's always good to have a backup plan. Yeah, good call. Uh, I'd like to uh, go back to uh, a topic that is near and dear to me, and it is to uh, most people. But we just don't seem to be able to do anything about it. And that's, you know, this water conservancy thing is kind of stuck in my craw, especially the comments of Mayor Pike where he's told us that, yeah, you know, we raised it last year, we raised it this year, and it's very likely we're going to raise it next year. He did say that. Uh, yeah, to me, that's, that's just ridiculous. It's poor management. It's poor planning. It's Unless that is the plan, death by a thousand taxes, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to load the bundle of straw on the back of the camel because he would surely collapse. But let's see how much the camel can take, and we'll just, you know, add a little more burden every year until he begins to buckle, and then we'll know what the, uh, you know, the maximum taxation he can take. And so, you know, I, I was thinking about this. So there's all kinds of advocacy groups around the, the city, the Chamber of Commerce, Commerce for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the city has a tourism group are you aware of any citizens group that is actually advocating for uh, all of us shallubs out here that are paying the, the freight on all this i am not and and maybe that's something we need to start because i'm starting to feel what you feel and and, and maybe it's been you helping to educate me on this but you know, when you called last week when Ron Thompson was on, I made the statement, I think you're barking up the wrong tree. I think you're, you're, you're unhappy with the wrong guy. But as now, as, I'm, as, I, as I take a step back, and, and again, I, I don't know that it's a weird deal because Ron's not to blame, I don't believe, but you're right. You keep piling on. There's this one over here, and then this one over here, and then this one, and, and everybody feels like they need a little, little bit of tax money from us, a little bit of our paychecks, until... Right. At some point, it'd be, you know, it's like they don't know what the other one's doing and don't really care as long as they get their little piece of the pie. Exactly, and that is the primary point. And by the way, for the record, I don't have anything personal against Ron Thompson. I think he's, he's done a great job. He's uh, been a great uh, public servant to the community. This isn't about Ron Thompson. Right. This is about taxes. And uh, I understand even a couple of the uh, commission or the committee that voted to increase our taxes apologized before they did it. Right. Uh, I think that maybe there's this herd mentality. Uh, you know, I want people to stand up and, and be individuals and have courage and speak their mind. If you really think this is a bad tax, and vote no. Don't worry about what other people are going to uh, think about you. Oh, you're not a team player. Maybe uh, we should find somebody to replace you. I don't know what dynamic is playing there, but I do know for certain that we are taxed beyond reason. 
And the point is, and Andy, you just said it a minute ago, no one can tell us what that total burden number is. Right. And if we actually, I think one of the other callers, uh, 52%, I mean, I have no idea what it is, but I know it's high, and it's actually got to be higher than anybody actually realizes, because we're taxed on so many things that without having a list in front of you, it's easy for it just to be lost in the in the shuffle. The mayor talked about a, a tire tax. Yeah, I, I bought tires the other day, and I had to pay a dollar per tire wow. to, to buy new tires. Mm. I mean, it's tax after tax after tax. So the point is, uh, I'm looking for an advocacy group to join to to be a, a watchdog and a, uh, a an overseer of some of these uh, committees and councils and even the, the federal and state government, although I'm more focused on Washington County, but we need to get together a, a group of citizens who could spend some time actually looking at this, identifying it, and pushing back against it. Maybe we can maybe we can do a little research and find out find other areas that have had these types of groups and 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 find a successful model to model this group after because I I agree with you I think it's a great idea you know the the other day I was I was looking at it I got my paycheck well I, it, they electronically deposit it but I got the you know the the little stub you get the receipt thing and right. uh, there's two portions to my check there's the, the the my main salary and then there's a section that we call it uh, talent fee report it's basically all the appearances I do. Uh, whether it's a commercial appearance or appear at a live remote or whatever, uh, for the for the entire month of November, and I looked right. at my check and I looked at the you know the, the salary and then I looked at the taxes and then I looked at my talent fees and I realized that everything I did extra from work, all the talent fees and all the extra appearances and, and everything I made were completely wiped out from from taxes. So basically, I did all that stuff for free, or rather for the government. Well, exactly. When we we did it to pay for things that we probably, uh, if we would have had a a say in it, we wouldn't approve it because we do need basic uh, services. And that's why this water conservancy thing is maybe a poor one to talk about, because, of course, we need water. But we use that. Well, we got it. Well, yeah, but we don't. There's a lot of things that the city and the state and the the county does that we don't need. And uh, I won't you know, go into that because I'd, I'd like to go ahead and get off and hear what others have to say. But, uh, yeah, if you find out a, a group, Andy, please uh, talk about it on the radio. I will. I'm ready to join. Awesome. All right. Thanks for the call today. Thanks. Caller, you're on with Andy. Open line uh, on a Monday. How are you today? I'd say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, but it would be an exaggeration. Okay. And it would be very long. <laughs> All uh, right. Uh, let's agree. Let's see if we can agree with this statement. The power to tax is the power to destroy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll go along with that within reason. I mean, uh, you know, it's a power to I, I don't know, destroy is such a, a violent and scary word. The power to tax is the power to ruin, to take away. I don't know about destroy. What do you think, Seth? Uh, well, boy, you know, we can use a, a hundred different synonyms, okay. but basically, uh, Sweden and, and the uh, countries uh, in the north up there in Europe, they, they have taxed their people to death. They, uh, everything's free and, and uh, socialism uh, completely. And our Congress, and all the way down to the to the uh, water board, to the uh, 
uh, Water Conservancy District are like mosquitoes or like vampires. Yeah. They drink a little blood and then come back a week later and drink a little more. So maybe destroy is the right word, huh? Okay. So if, now, when I ran for office, I did the calculations 20 years ago. Now I got one minute left, Seth. Yeah, go, 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 go. And, and the bottom line was 52%. Bill O'Reilly on TV says in New York it's 70%. Mm. And that's why people are leaving, and, and we have so little time, and, and uh, something must be done where the mayor tells us he raised it a year ago, he raised it on, on Wednesday night, and he's going to raise it next year in December. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to okay, vote yes. So, so yeah. there's got to just a little bit of blood won't hurt. Yeah, that's it. Just a You'll little bit. You'll never miss it, and you're dealing with the most dangerous animal on the planet, a mosquito that sucks your blood. Yeah. All right, Seth. Thank you for the call today. Great call. You bet.